All right, today is different in that I'm not going to be teaching today from the Gospel of Luke. I will next week, but uh, on the heels of Thanksgiving, uh, the last few years we have turned the Sunday after Thanksgiving into a Thanksgiving service. And here's the reason, because there's a lot of things that God has been doing here over the last year, and we want to inform you. And I, I have to say, and I'll say this every time, I in the past did not do a very good job with this because I always erred on the side of we don't want to talk too much about what we're doing for fear that any of you would think we're just kind of tooting our own horn. This is what Cornerstone's doing. Look at us. Because it's not about us. It really is about the Lord. And so there are times I've had conversations with people who said, why don't we do this? And why, aren't, why isn't our church doing that? And I would say, well, we are doing this, actually, and we are doing that. And then people would say, rightfully so, I didn't know we were doing this and that. And that's on me because I wouldn't necessarily inform people about the different things that, was, that were happening in the life of the church. And, and in the process, what happens, it, it denies you the joy of rejoicing in what God is doing, and it robs God of the glory. So we've tried to walk that fine line of saying, we want to let you know what God is doing through you, through our church. We want him to get the glory. But if we don't inform you, how can you join in on the thanksgiving? So we're trying to thread that needle very carefully. We want to make sure God gets all the glory. I've been reluctant in the past to talk about things happening here for that very reason. I don't want anybody to think we're trying to steal the glory from God because we're not. We want to give God the glory. But I realized over the years, we're denying you the opportunity to rejoice uh, in what God is doing, and we're robbing God of the glory. So we're going to talk about different things that have happened in the last year to give praise to God. I'm going to open up with a verse from Revelation 7, verse 12. It says, all the angels stood around the throne. This is a picture in heaven. And the elders and the four living creatures... And they fell on their faces before the throne and worshiped God, saying, Amen, blessing and glory and wisdom, thanksgiving and honor and power and might be to our God forever and ever. Amen. And this is what is happening around the throne of heaven. So we're going to try to reenact that in some way. We're going to echo that and just giving God praise and thanksgiving to him for all that he's done through our church over the last year. And so to help me with this, he does a marvelous job with slides and pictures and graphs. Uh, One of our executive pastors and also a member of our church board, welcome Marwan Rifka. Good morning. My job is to finish talking in 30 minutes. I know God is in the business of miracles. He didn't do it in the first service, but he can do it this service, maybe. (laughs) As Pastor Gary had said, we are taking time to give thanks to the Lord because of God's lavish blessings on Cornerstone Chapel. And we use a term, making him known. It just summarizes everything. Everything we do is to make him known. This year, again... We're going to just highlight this sampling of what has happened so you would know and you'll be able to tell people or friends, oh, look, they have a ministry here if you want to go to it and to bless you to know what your generosity and faithfulness is contributing to doing here in this ministry. So it's making him known and it's not about making us known. Last year we shared how we paid the medical debt for people in poverty for all of Virginia. 
We never broadcast that. We're not into making us known. We're make, we wanted people to know that God blessed them somehow. So this is the message for today. We want to do that. And Psalm 35:18 summarizes what we're trying to do today. I will give thee thanks in the great congregation. I will praise thee among much people. This is what we're doing today here in this congregation, also people online. Cornerstone Chapel has been in ministry, making him known for 30 years. When we can today, we're going to try to bring people up to speed, if you weren't with us for all those years, to help you understand where we've come from and so on. First of all, we're going to look back at the past in some cases, in some ministries. And what has happened this year, also we will highlight. Also, what we feel the Lord is in store for, has in store for us for next year. And also what the Lord wants us to pray for the future. I'm always very careful not to be far future because Gary said when the rapture comes, you can talk about it. I won't be here, but you can talk about it. So with the biblical theme of all of that is to continue to pray and seek God's guidance to be salt and light in this world. For those we encounter here in Leesburg, in Loudoun County, in the Virginia, in the States, everywhere we are, to be salt and light. And, and at the same time we're doing this, we want to be able to show you what we've gleaned from the past. Also, we want to continue to be good stewards by executing what's in front of us. And also, while we are learning what to do better next year because of God's uh, training and experience that we've b- developed, and also what God is helping us, directing us, leading to build for the future. So starting with our youngest, we're going to start with the ministries and go very quickly. Starting with the youngest, this is from over 20 years ago. This is our uh, children ministry uh, 20 years ago. And yes, that is Pastor Austin right there. (laughs) Our children's ministry reopened last winter and we went back to three services uh, in August this year, we were very thankful. We asked people who volunteered there to come back too because it's a blessing to minister to children. We minister God's uh, love. We, uh, we teach them the truth found in the Bible in an age-appropriate level. And this is the future generation of people who are the church congregation of the future. And we do this for about 800 students every week that we minister to every single week. And our children's ministry also held their vacation Bible school after a one-year absence because of the COVID. And this year, we broadcast the opening services of the VBS in this, build, in this room right here. And we put it on our YouTube channel where we welcome both local and out-of-state people who were able to join us from a distance. We cared for over 500 children that week in outreach, bringing the truth of Jesus to the community for the people who came and joined us. Over 100 new believer Bibles went home with the children who prayed to receive Jesus, including those we mailed to viewers who called in because they also received Jesus from a distance from here. Thank you, Pastor Ken, the children's ministry team, and the volunteers for making him known. Moving on to the middle school ministry, in addition to the monthly events that they have, the middle school ministry wanted to highlight two things this year that stood out in addition to their weekly meetings and so on. One is the small groups. We bring 110 students every week. They divide them into small groups by gender and by age and so on. We break them up so we can ask questions. They can address and discuss what they've heard on Sunday. It's really just going deep with them, and that has been a very good success. The second one is the participation that they have done, and it's wonderful to see that. I'm just going to highlight three things that they have done. 
One is they've helped mobile home. We went there, tons and tons of clothes packed and piled up. We sorted them out, made them available to take them to people in need. The other one is we call them the javelins of joy. We send them to houses of widows in our congregation. They write them cards. They just love on them. And if there's any need they need in the home, they'll do the work for them. It's a blessing that these kids understand they are a vehicle of love to those widows in our church. And of course, the third group does anything with the need, like sometimes yard work for an elderly couple here in our church. Every time they can help, they will help. Now, we don't forget that the summer camps are a very good time for, for... the kids to learn, the middle school kids to learn. They get into God's word. They really spend time uh, hearing it, and then we give them time to understand and get deeper. And, of course, they're always going to have youthful fun and what I call uninhibited fun. (laughs) Oops, I don't think our lawyer wanted to see that one. (laughs) But we know that we came back with the same number of students who, who, who went there. Okay. And they always volunteer, by the way, to do any project that the church is doing. This is uh, Operation Christmas Child, whatever. They'll always send teams to volunteer. Thank you, Pastor Barrett, the middle school team, and the volunteers for making him known. Same thing is happening, is happening with our thriving high school ministry. This year, uh, you know, whether it was gathering over 300 uh, high school students for a party at the park or at the summer camp, a winter retreat where the Holy Spirit this year sparked a revival into the hearts of our students. With over a dozen students saved and a few dozens rededicated themselves to the Lord. This is, this is what, why we do all this stuff. It's not just for, you know, to have an activity. It's but to point people towards what, what they need in their life. Our high school ministry is also a place where you always are learning, always are bonding, with other, children, with other students at your age. Thank you, Pastor Tyler, the high school team, and the volunteers to making him known. And so it was with our young adult ministry. You heard some announcement today on it. In addition to the weekly services on Monday night, they also held their own conference. They have their own speakers, the guest speakers that they come, and then they also gathered for their own night of worship. They're having another one coming up later on for uninhibited young adults worship, praising the Lord, and they also get the solid teaching that go along with the fellowship and the, and the worship. And also they have time for godly reflections on what is God putting on their heart. heart. Let's not also forget their annual Friendsgiving service and meal that they have every year. It's been going for a few years. I have never gotten an invitation for that thing. <laughs> Thank you, Pastor Austin, the young adults team, and the volunteer for making him known. Moving on to the women's ministry, I honestly don't know where to start and where to end with the uh, women's ministry. They they do phenomenal things all across the the, the church and, uh, and their activities, but for several hundred women every week who meet on Tuesday morning and evening to read through books of the Bible together. They also pray together, either in person or online, and with women from over 25 states who join in online with them too. They also have a discipleship ministry that's thriving for local women. From, in our, from local, out of state, and also from Canada, we have some people there. They also have three different support groups. If, please check them out. You might say, you know, I might need to be connected with that support group. That speaks to me. We don't publicize them as much, but they have a great menu of 
support groups that you can see if any of those fits you and so on. And of course, they have gatherings. They hold regular fellowship events. And also in 2021, the biggest thing the women's ministry wants you to be aware of is like they come and pray on Fridays. They really feel God's blessing and favor and smile on them as they lift all the needs of the, of the church to the Lord. Not only do they pray for themselves and for each other, but they pray for every other ministry. They pray for pastors, for their family, for those who need healing for marriages to be restored, for prodigal children to come home, for our country, for revival. The women's ministry intercedes for everything that takes place in this church, and we thank them for doing that. Thank you, Terry, the women's ministry team, and the volunteers for making him known. As far as the men's ministry, they continue to hold steak and study breakfast at different times of the year, several times, actually. Then they also get together for annual cookouts, but they also hear, where they hear special teachings uh, uh, geared toward men, which is really good. It's, it allows them to be able to speak into men's issue. And also we held the men's conference this year uh, in Maryland, uh, where worship took place, teaching and insights were shared, and of course, fellowship always happens when we get together. And now while the woman take a lot of time praying, the men take a lot of time playing, <laughs> and also, of course, posing for potential Heisman Trophy kind of <laughs> angle. <laughs> Thank you, Pastor Matt, uh, the men's ministry team, and the volunteers for making him known. As far as our growing special needs ministry, we have a very thriving ministry there. They hold their own Sunday school classes on their own. Uh, I'm going to move um, as fast as I could. And they stay in touch with each other also online. They have their own gatherings with guest speakers that speak into their lives. And of course, they have time of prayer and fellowship in every time they get together. And we love to host that. And they also join any church projects, that we have projects, they volunteer, can we do this, you know, Operation Christmas Child boxes, they will do that. So thank you, Pastor Ken, the special needs ministry team, and the volunteers for making him known. In a church of our size, the singles ministry continues to grow. This year, they held three gatherings with different speakers. They, they had a lot of time to share testimonies in those events, and they also, of course, have fellowship and, of course, worship at all those events. And thank you, Pastor Kelly, the singles ministry team, and the volunteers for making him known. Our U.S. and local outreach continues in meeting a lot of needs in our church, in our community. This has been a turbocharged ministry that God has blessed us to do, and you guys have continued to generously pay and volunteer to do. So please continue to do those the Lord puts on your heart. We love that we are able to do God's work in our community. Uh, we are blessed with a steady group of volunteers who are always available to work on any projects, willing and ready to serve, regardless of the need. If it's like there's no job too dirty enough for them or their age, we will help people just... Uh, uh, 
we'll just enlist people at any age to do certain things because we minister to people in our community. Uh, now, they estimate in, in America, when we talk about feeding the uh, community, they estimate in America there's about 38 million people who they call uh, food insecure, which means they can't guarantee they're going to have food all the time. It's, it's a very big problem. So we can't feed everybody, but we do our part in our community. What God has blessed us, we give. We don't just wait and say, oh, well, should we do it or not? We just overly do that because it's what God puts on our heart. So we are doing our part. This year we just see some pictures of a lot of food distribution. We also happen to partner this year with the police and sheriff's department on a faith and blue food distribution event here in our parking lot. We also went into disadvantaged uh, communities in Leesburg to bring food and supplies to people who don't, couldn't even drive to our, our building here. All in all, 7,000 families were served and we blessed the needy with 2,760,000 2, pounds of food that were generated and donated by you and we gave to people. So praise the Lord for that. This year, we're also happy we can go back and have a harvest party where we transform all of our parking lot and we hosted 4,000 people from our community, again, to bless them with the love of God and the care that we would give to them as they come onto our property. And this year, you heard it maybe last week, it was our largest Operation Christmas Child event ever. It's only largest because of you guys stepping up and doing what God puts on your heart. It's a joy to have seen how when the boxes go out, People pick them up, and then over the weeks, they, they start coming back, and they start being taken in. And towards the very last, we ask, bring the box back, bring the box back, and I love to see those kids and family bringing it in. They're all happy that they did their part. All we ask you is do something that God puts in your heart. All we have to do then is handle thousands of boxes. <laughs> prepare them for the transport because they just can't go by themselves like that. And then this year, we, you blessed, we had shared this before, this year you had blessed uh, over 5,000, uh, you came back with over 5,000 boxes. Now, Operation Christmas Child tells us that for every box that is given out, seven people get touched by the message of Jesus. So the 5,000 usually would mean that you guys have helped and touched over 35,000 people with the love of Jesus at the time of Christmas. Thank you, Pastor Mike. Thank you, Pastor Mike, the U.S. local outreach ministry team, and the 263 volunteers who make him known in everything you do. We really, really are grateful for you. In addition to all the... Con- now, uh, in addition to what we do locally here, we have a ministry, of course, focused on the, what we call global outreach. And in addition to them working all around the world, as you can see all the countries there, we also happen to help them this year by sending to a headquarters of a ministry that deals with people from outside. We remodeled their office. We also supplied them with a lot of Christmas boxes, which they are now going to give to refugee Muslim kids here in America, even though they are based here in the States, but they are, we, are look, we look at them and think of them as outreach, global outreach. Across the globe, uh, Cornerstone Chapel, across the globe, uh, we, have, we, we gave 320 boxes, but across the globe, 
we uh, supported 21 missionary families and organizations on five continents, some in difficult countries, like when we send some kids to a Christian camp in China, we had to pull back and not have clear images because of sensitivity of children, Christian people in China. We also support two missionaries who stayed behind in Afghanistan after the Taliban take, took over, uh, and they ministered to a community of Christian believers. They're, they're persecuted, they're, they're scared, they're, they, they can't fend from themselves. So as a church, we have been sending enough money to supply all their food needs on a monthly basis. At the same time, here in, the, in Loudoun County, your church has adopted 56 Afghan refugees that they have been resettled in Loudoun County. We have his basically adopted them. We help them with transportation, teaching them English, housing, trans, every, all the things that we can do. We serve them uh, as part of our love. Several of you guys are very involved in that and, and bringing our new Af- Af- Afghan friends into the knowledge of the Lord. Uh, last year, we talked about finishing this medical center in uh, uh, Haiti. That was really good. This year, we finished uh, the last few bits of it. We, we were able to kind of, there's a few more things to do before the first furniture comes in. But the very first team, a, another church, we built it. Another church came with a medical team to help uh, with the kind of uh, instant before it's officially open. To, to do this. Watch this video here to show you. Our clinic in the beautiful building that God provided. Here we are at clinic day. We're about to start letting people in. I think the word is out on the street. My role out here is mostly security and just making sure that things don't get too out of control out here. 945 people who feel better today because they saw us this week. Thanks everyone for your support. This could not have happened without you. It's amazing, absolutely amazing. So we built it, other players come and minister there. It's a beautiful picture of what God intends us to do. In Guatemala, we also were able to help by building and constructing a new children's center in the center of a very deprived and poor town a part, part of town in Guatemala City. We also in Guatemala helped a church who had a one-story church. We built on top of it. We just started the building project. We put some arches in there. And they hope to have service beginning in early 2022 in a beautiful facility that, again, you guys have generously supported them by us, by donating, and we support them that way. Also, Cornerstone Chapel had two virtual mission trips, I think you had also heard about it, where we taught English as a second language to students in Brazil, and we also uh, taught English as a second language to professionals in Kazakhstan, and some one people in there, Muslim lady, accepted the Lord through, over internet or Zoom because of the love and care that we have shown them and training them in, in a practical way. So in addition to what uh, Cornerstone Chapel does in all those countries that we mentioned, when you add some people, ministries that really help us, you notice how we add a lot of people, a lot of countries, if it shows, that we indirectly, because we support ministries, they are also ministering, giving God's word to those places. So your, your, uh, your generosity goes a long way. We give the word of God to the children in many different countries. Thank you, Pastor Matt, the Global Outreach Ministry Team, and volunteers who make 
him known. The worship ministry, we are blessed with a great worship ministry here at Cornerstone Chapel. From very humble beginnings in Simpson School, continuing to Miller Drive, to now right here in this facility, where worship plays a major role in all church services that we have, whatever adults or young people, we, we incorporate that. We, add, we do that to prepare our hearts and souls to hear from the Lord when the teaching is brought afterwards. And again, this year, our worship ministry conducted a worship camp, which is very popular, uh, to teach and train uh, the future generation of worship leaders. Uh, they, this year, we helped over 100 young people with all things pertaining to worship ministry. So thank you, Pastor Ben, Pastor Micah, Stephanie, and the worship ministry team and volunteers for making him known in what you do. And when it comes to the central part of the church, our, our corporate gathering, like Sundays, like this, or Wednesdays, as a church to hear the word of God preach, was this, there's no sound on this one, but this is how it started with a passionate young pastor. From an early calling on Pastor Gary's uh, heart to preach the word, God blessed the church because we kept making him known at Simpson Middle School and also when we moved over to Miller Drive and for the past five years here at Battlefield Parkway, continuing to be uncompromising in sharing the truth from the Bible in a relevant and practical way for, to share the biblical worldview from the pulpit and to keep making him known. And this is, a, this is what it all culminates to, is making him known so people hear from God and later respond. We thank you right now for those that you will lead into relationship with you. We give you praise. We thank you, Lord, because your word says if you're lifted up, you will draw people to yourself. Glorify yourself in this place, Lord. We praise you. We thank you in Jesus' name. So we also continue to use our streaming of our services and our social media to make him known. We now have people turning in services from every in each state in the United States. And more and more countries are, turning in, are tuning in for each year. God has expanded our reach as we continue to proclaim him. And, and that's all we want to do is proclaim him rather than what we are doing. When it comes to broadcasting, and we have a... Uh, we have a statistics for you. When it comes to broadcasting, uh, we also, also are doing just like radio right now uh, because we are thinking and praying maybe it will be something else. But right now at radio, we have a 22 million potential audience of people who, listen to the, who could listen and hear our messages every week uh, across the nation. And the angels, I say, and the angels in heaven rejoice, as in this year alone, through the corporate meeting, the Sunday schools, the camps, the events, over 900 people had their names written in the book of life because of the work of the Lord in this church. This is what we mean by making him known. And we mailed over 500 Bibles for people who weren't here in the physical building, but they said, can you please mail us those Bibles? 
Of course, many of those who received the Lord wanted to be baptized. We had a wonderful time of baptism this year. Every kind of group represented, every gender, every age, every color. It's a beautiful thing to see how people are brought in. And also, different uh, heights of people. (laughs) And this is where, by the way, people came to be baptized here in our church with... We haven't forced them to come here, but they chose to travel here and be baptized in the church. Over 600 people from 19 states have arrived here to be baptized because of what God has done in their life. 2021 has been a... Amen. 2021 has been an amazing year where we also were blessed to hear from so many speakers. I'm not stopping at any of them or naming them. Hopefully you were able to hear them and enjoy the, the preach. Some of them asked to come here. And some people, we you know, just like, like that they will bring some insight for us. And it's the word of God goes through our church, what we do, how we serve, but also how God brings us people to kind of uh, labor next to us, what they do, and so on. So we're thankful that this year was a banner year for us to, to host events, to host uh, uh, concerts, to host uh, like the revival thing that we had outside in the park, which was a great picture coming up. And, and we will just continue to say thank you, Lord, for making us a, a venue where people can come and share and also uh, give you honor and glory. This is the picture that I mentioned earlier of the picture in the park outside of the revival, revival night. It's a beautiful picture out at night. People were worshiping. Okay, we also have a Bible Institute here at Cornerstone Chapel where we take those who want to dig deeper into God's Word through biblical courses. This year, we had our largest class ever. 62 uh, students. We also graduated 16 students. Thank you, Pastor Jimmy Mullen, the CCBI team, and, and teachers for making, this, making him known. And we encourage all of the congregations to connect to, with our koinonia groups, which we call the K-groups, where people gather to, in, to fellowship, share, and pray together. We have over 95 groups who meet regularly with over a thousand of you who attend. Again, I encourage you, if you don't have join one of the groups, look, uh, look them up. They're different locations. You can find them on the website. It's a blessing to be from a big church environment to a small group environment. It's a blessing. And then I wanted to also highlight the, a lot of others. We don't even mention them. You don't see them sometimes. You have the people in the background. We have the facilities, the security, the events team, the IT team, the AV, the finance. All those people have made him known doing their job to allow the other ministries to do what they are called for. We also have dedicated pastors who minister to the needs of our congregation. We don't go as much this year, we didn't go as much as the hospitals because of limitation, but we were able and we handled over 4,000 requests for prayer this year and ministry and benevolence where our care team and pastor dealt with a loving and caring way in addition to dealing with weddings and funerals. Thank you, Pastor Mike Emerson and Pastor Jimmy O'Keefe for making him known. And when you put all those things together, when you think like, wow, we do all so many things, like, okay, well, it's, it's not like, it's, why? Because it's all pointing to make him known. It's not to do just because a list of program is nice to have. It's just because we are here 
to make it norm in every activity. That's the central message of what we want to share with you on a Thanksgiving Day. And you guys have been a major part in being generous and faithful to help us do that. And because of your generosity, we partner with Kingdom, outside people, Kingdom partners. We're just going to highlight the five quickly here. Museum of the Bible. We have uh, One Hope. We have Faith and Liberty. We have uh, Family Research Council. And our newest one is the Evergreen Christian School. God has continued to shower uh, his blessing on us. So I want to take the last few minutes just to share the financial uh, update here. Again, from small beginnings in Simpson Middle School to the strip mall facility on Miller Drive until the Lord provided us this facility through faith, your faithfulness and generosity. For those who are new, you haven't heard this, but for those who have been here for a while, you're probably sick and tired of me saying the same thing, but I'll share some part of it. And so we prayed and how we, we raised enough money to start the construction and we borrowed money. We convinced some skeptical bankers to kind of uh, lend us money. That's the only debt we carry is on the mortgage on the property. That's the only thing that we will do. Otherwise, we live within our means. And when they offered us the term sheets, they offered us 30 years, 360 months. We said, no, that's not good. We don't want to do that. So they went to 20 years. And again, we said, you know what? I think we can do better when we look at how much interest that we're going to pay. So when we went down to 10 years, we still said, boy, that's a lot of money that can be diverted. Can we cut it down? So we went from the 10 years and we settled on a 90 month, which is seven and a half year, starting on April 2017, ending, ending plan to end um, end of the year of 2024. With uh, when we looked at all those interest things, like why would we pay that? You know, why would we pay all this money? So we now, as we start seven and a half years, all that's left for us really is 23 months, less than two years from today, if we stay on the same thing. <clears throat> And in, in 30 years, we have saved 16 million to feed the hungry, to shelter the homeless, to care for the sick, to make him known. And that's why we do it instead of paying interest for when we, God can bless us with your generosity and your faithfulness. This is what God is doing here. Let me show you also how God has expanded the generosity of our st- uh, people here and people who are also watching us online. Uh, this, is, this will show you just an image of uh, where we were. Uh, I don't want to put my glasses on, but I should know that picture of oh, 16 million, sorry. <laughs> so this is where lots of funding that come to us beginning in 2018 as we go forward year by year. You can see how the, country, the states are being filled and all the way to this year here. And you notice there's, if you happen to be in Wyoming or North Dakota... <laughs> You have four more weeks. <laughs> Otherwise, no more Cornerstone Chapel for you. <laughs> uh, no, we love everybody. They, everybody listens, but we just thank God for people uh, donating from otherwise from other places. We have been uh, we are being blessed with some of being generous from also all around the world outside of the United States. And let me finish this by updating you what also has been going on here since we moved here. Very quickly, uh, we had this picture that we showed everybody when we built this building. This is the campus. The ones in purple were the phase two buildings. We, did all the, we focused on the sanctuary. And uh, over time, 
you know, we just we had an opportunity to go ahead and purchase this one, two and a half acres next to us, and we decided to put a parking lot there, which we started about a year and a half ago, and now it hosts over 175 uh, parking spaces. So this this is what we've done. It's all paid for already. The next thing that we are wanted to share with you is this new thing, which we call the ministry building, which uh, you look at it from a cross section, it will have, it will house multiple ministries because there's so much uh, demand on space here. Children ministry are growing, yeah, middle school, high school, I mean, just like so much demand here. This will give us 500 seat auditorium, it'll give us 125 classroom seats and also more parking spot. The design and the architect from the outside will fit with our general thing, and Lord willing, we are going to break ground uh, next spring with occupancy being the year after that. <laughs> so, we always, people ask, what can we do? This is the three things we always ask you to do. Always volunteer to serve others. This ministry and all the ministry runs on volunteers. You guys are the engine of this. We also pray for all the ministry. Even if you don't work in a ministry, lift them up in your prayer. Make a list of them and pray for them. And also continue your generosity all year long, and especially if God puts it in your heart towards the end of the year. Please feel free to reach us at the church if we can help you of how you can contribute in anything you want to do when you are considering what God puts on your heart to help us. Let me finish with a more good news. We are poised to pay off the mortgage on this building even earlier uh, next year. But we might take on a new project at the same time that God is bringing our way and to uh, explain further and for your prayers, here's Pastor Gary to let us know about. Well, that was very thorough. Who learned something new today? Huh? Yeah? Amen? Praise the Lord. So, um, and, and I just want to quickly say too, you know, uh, ever since COVID, we've tried to be mindful of like, you know, too much contact with things. And so we have not passed the offering bags for like, I don't know, a year and a half now. But you all have been giving online so faithfully that that's why we're able to pay off mortgages early and bless the uh, community with over 276,000 pounds of food and things like that. So thank you. And as Marwan said, you know, looking to the future and what does God have in mind for us, um, I wanted to close with this announcement. As many of you, if not all of you, like me, are concerned about Loudoun County Public Schools. The, um, the sexually explicit materials that are available, uh, CRT, uh, the transgender policies, uh, now sexual assaults we have found out about. This has all led us to decide to take, which we are presently in, a 90-day feasibility study to start a Christian school. So, yeah. (laughs) 
I, I said to our board, when I say this, it'll be a standing ovation. And they all said, you're right, that's what's going to happen because you share the same um, thinking that I do in terms of the need. And it's growing. It's only going to become more needful. So we are in a 90-day feasibility study. We're about 30 days into it. So I, I don't have a lot of information for you at this point because we're still seeing how things are going to go. I just want to say this much. Please do not email us for early enrollment, like getting on a list. Okay? And we're not even asking for any donations at this point until we get through the feasibility study. If all things go well, then I should... Well, I'll either way give you an update, the end of January, first part of February. And at that point, then, if things go well, we will talk about how to fund this project. It will not be at this campus. It will be a separate campus in this area. Um, And we're asking right now simply for your prayers. Because we want God to go before us. If God is leading in this, this is a huge undertaking. Um, But we, we see the need. Um, and, you know, I just have felt like, how can we just complain about things and not do something about it? So that's my heart. Um, and we hope to share more information with you in the, in the days to come. Uh, but we are vigorously doing due diligence right now to investigate this and to um, look at it very thoroughly and carefully. And I hope to come back to you with some good news. But right now, uh, the call is just to be praying, to be praying and asking the Lord to show us clearly. And then if it's his will to provide and and to make this a a reality. So I hope to have a lot more to share with you. But for now, let's just pray. Let's just ask the Lord to go before us in this regard. Lord, we see the need, and I, I can tell from the response of the people here today, Lord, they share the same view, that there's, there's a need for good quality education and good quality Christian education. And so we, we pray that you'd go before us, if this is your will, that you would uh, show us clearly within this feasibility study, and that you would, uh, Lord, open doors and provide. And and if it's not your will, if, if the things we're looking into are, are not um, your will, then we pray you'd protect us and that you'd redirect us because we want to be a part of the solution, Lord. And we know that we can't just talk about what's wrong. We have to also implement what is right and what would glorify you. So help us in this regard, Lord. I pray you'd put on the hearts of the people to regularly be praying over the next 60 days as we finish this 90-day study. And that they would just regularly, as a congregation, all of us be praying together, laying this at your feet. But we're just so thankful, Lord, when we hear about all that you've done. And, and we were only able to touch on the highlights. Uh, Lord, you know all the things that are being done for your glory. And we just thank you that you would choose to use us as a local church to make you known in our community and around the world. So continue to be glorified, Lord. We praise you. We magnify you. We worship you. And we thank you with thankful hearts for all that you are doing here in and through us and for us. We love you. We praise you together in Jesus' name. And everybody said, amen. Amen. God bless you all.